Welcome to a new weekly podcast series called USERF Spotlight, hosted by the United States Commission on International Religious Freedom, an independent federal advisory body. During each episode, Director of Outreach and Policy, Dwight Bashir, features a special guest to dive deeper on various topics and breaking developments that impact the universal right to freedom of religion or belief around the globe. Welcome to USERF Spotlight. I'm Dwight Bashir. Today we're going to focus on the current state of religious freedom in Vietnam, with a particular focus on the plight of Christians in that country. Once sworn enemies during the Vietnam War, the United States and Vietnam normalized their relations in 1995, and bilateral relations between the two have grown increasingly cooperative and comprehensive, spanning multiple areas uh, of interest, including political, economic, and security issues, as well as people-to-people ties. Despite this deepening relationship, though, the U.S. government continues to pay particular attention to the overall human rights situation in Vietnam, including uh, freedom of religion or belief. The two countries regularly engage in annual human rights dialogue, and USERF most recently visited Vietnam in 2019 to assess conditions on the ground and determine that Vietnam still warrants designation as a country of particular concern for its systematic, ongoing, and egregious violations of religious freedom, although the State Department has not designated them as such for many years. While we've been seeing slow but steady progress in some areas over the years, in part due to the U.S. government's ongoing diplomatic efforts, the plight of certain groups remains concerning, particularly uh, the Christian community in Vietnam. With me today is USERF policy analyst Mingzi Chen to discuss these issues in more detail. Welcome, Mingzi. Thank you, Dwight, for having me. Well, can you start uh, then by providing a snapshot of the religious freedom situation on the ground in Vietnam? And as I alluded to, there have been some steady uh, but slow improvements uh, in religious freedom, but we've also seen some backsliding at times. How has that come about vis-a-vis uh, -vis U.S. government engagement? Sure. Um, Vietnam used to be one uh, considered one of the worst human rights and religious freedom violators in the world. The State Department designated Vietnam as a country of particular concern with CPC in 2004 and 2005, but has since removed it from the CPC list following a binding agreement between the United States and Vietnam. This is the only known binding agreement that the United States has signed with a foreign government under the International Religious Freedom Act, or IRFA, which over the year has helped to produce some steady but slow improvements in religious freedom in Vietnam. USERF disagreed with the State Department's removal of Vietnam's CPC status then in 2006 and has recommended the CPC designation every year due to our concern that the improvements would not be permanent or effective. And as you mentioned earlier, while there have been some slow but steady uh, improvements in religious freedom conditions in Vietnam, the overall environment for religious freedom has remained restrictive in nature. The plight of certain religious communities is very concerning particularly the Protestant Christian community. Meanwhile, the government has continued its harassment and persecution of unregistered religious groups, such as the independent Hua Hao Buddhists, Unified Buddhist Church of Vietnam, Khao Dai followers, and Falun Gong practitioners. We're also concerned about the condition of religious prisoners of conscience, including Nguyen Bat Tram, a Hua Hao Buddhist advocate sentenced to 11 years in prison in April, 2018 
is reportedly in very poor health. In November 2020, Trump started a hunger strike protesting prison conditions, including the lack of medical care. We called on the prison authorities to grant Tran the medical care he needs and improve the overall prison conditions. Well, thanks for giving a kind of general picture. It sounds, you know, not not that great uh, in a way. Um, but but could you tell us a little bit more? Give us some background. You mentioned the Protestant Christian community in particular. What kind of presence do they have in the country? How have they evolved, and and what what is their state right now? Um, yes, uh, Christianity has had a long history in Vietnam, uh, dating back to the 16th century when Catholicism was uh, first introduced to the country by uh, Catholic missionaries from Portugal and Spain. And Protestant Christianity, on the other hand, arrived in Vietnam much later in the early 1900s. Um, today, Catholics constitute around 7% of Vietnam's total population of roughly 100 million, and Protestants about 1% to 2%. So together they make up 10% of the population or about 10 million people, which is not insignificant. Uh, there are some other Christian groups or groups with uh, Christian influence that are new to Vietnam, such as the uh, Mormon Church um, or LDS, uh, which the Vietnamese government recently recognized. But their presence in the country is rather small. So we, we will focus on the Catholic and Protestant communities today. Um, for both the, uh, the Protestant and Catholic communities, they, they have played a very significant uh, political and military roles uh, in Vietnam's history. Those historical factors, to some extent, contributed to their persecution uh, in present-day Vietnam. What are some of the most significant challenges? You mentioned the, the, the Protestants and Catholics having a sizable population. What, what are some of the most significant challenges they face? And, um, you know, and has, have you seen improvements over the years, or is this a, is this a uh, trend that's not uh, improving over time? Um, yeah, so um, while religious freedom conditions in Vietnam has uh, generally improved and many religious communities and believers, uh, especially those in the urban areas, are able to practice their faith without fear. The situation, however, remains uh, rather dire for ethnic minority Protestant Christians living in remote areas of Vietnam's uh, northern and central highlands, especially those who belong to uh, unregistered house churches. About two thirds of all Protestant Christians in Vietnam belong to ethnic minority groups such as the Mountain Arts and Hmong Christian communities. And a significant portion of the Mountain Art community also practices Catholicism. This ethnic minority Christians suffer the most severe abuses, uh, which includes beating, torture, arbitrary detention, imprisonment, intimidation and threats, disruption of religious services, confiscation of religious materials and money, damage to properties used for religious services and forced and re renunciation of faith. Also, as many as 10,000 Hmong and Mountain Art Christians in the Central Highlands remain effectively stateless because local authorities refuse to issue them household registration documents and ID cards in many instances because these Christians refuse to renounce their faith. Without the God documents, these ethnic minority Christians cannot access rights and public benefits afforded to um, Vietnamese citizens, making their lives very difficult. Uh, so basic things such as getting married, um, obtaining employment and housing, healthcare and education. One major positive development related to the ethnic minority Christian uh, is the case of subdiv subdivision 179 of Liaozhong district in Liaodong uh, province. So basically in early 2020, 
central and local authorities announced a plan to resettle stateless Hmong Christian residents in that subdivision uh, and to issue them household registration documents. If this plan is in fact implemented, it could serve as a great model for government authorities to improve conditions for other ethnic and religious communities in the Central and Northern Highlands. However, as of the end of 2020, the implementation of that resettlement process remained incomplete for residents of Subdivision 179. So we are concerned and are closely monitoring the development in that area. Very interesting. Uh, can, can you tell us then how, how would you contrast the, the situation for Protestants versus the Catholic community? It seems they may not have it as bad, uh, given some of the history there, but, um, but they still face some difficulties, don't they? Yes. Yeah, so in terms of uh, Vietnam's relationship with, uh, uh, with the Vatican, they have made great strides. Uh, the two sides reached an agreement in 2018 and 2019 to establish a permanent pontifical representative in Vietnam, which is an uh, important step toward formal diplomatic relations. Vietnam has assured in bilateral meetings that it will continue to improve and respect religious freedom. Uh, the, the government also allows the, uh, the Vatican to appoint archbishops with the tacit approval from the Vietnamese government. Uh, authorities, however, continue to harass and discriminate against Vietnamese Catholics. Uh, for example, some parishes in remote ethnic minority regions face difficulty registering with the provincial authorities due to an inconsistent application of national laws. There have been reports of local authorities harassing outspoken Catholic priests, preventing or disrupting Catholic services, blocking parishioners' access to unregistered house churches, or threatening the hosts of these gatherings. It is also concerning that the Catholic community appears to be disproportionately affected by governmental land expropriation efforts that often result in confrontations, uh, sometimes violent confrontations between the Catholics and the government. Yusuf urges the Vietnamese government to resolve these disputes uh, in peaceful manner and to make efforts to protect and preserve religious sites from development projects or expropriation, especially those of unique spiritual, cultural, or historical importance. I also want to highlight uh, the abuses committed by a govern, pro-government group called the Red Flag Association. The, the association has been active since 2017 and was involved in violent incidents attacking the Catholic community. It was reportedly dissolved in 2018, but the association has increasingly moved its operations to online platforms, often targeting members of the Catholic community with insults, defamation, and hate speech. So a lot of complexities, it sounds like, from what you're saying. So if we're looking forward, then, what would be your assessment uh, of the general trajectory for religious freedom? Uh, you know, given the fact that we have a differences of opinion uh, with the State Department in terms of whether or not Vietnam should be designated a country of particular concern based on conditions on the ground. Um, and with that in mind, you know, what would be some of the most urgent policy options for the U.S. government as far as trying to push uh, Vietnam uh, for uh, some measurable improvements on the ground? Yes, so thank you for that question. Yes, uh, overall, I, I think Yusuf acknowledges the slow but steady progress in religious freedom made by the Vietnamese government over the years, uh, but we remain concerned that religious persecutions still occur. 
Uh, and the persecution against the Christian community, as I mentioned, in particular has been um, remained rather egregious. Uh, so you, you sort of encourages the Vietnamese authority to implement a the plan they promised to the Hmong Christian residents of Subdivision 179, which would demonstrate that the government is serious about improving the religious freedom conditions for that community uh, in, in dire need. I also want to note that um, Vietnam's uh, law on religion and belief became effective in January 2018. The law does to some extent provide more freedom for religious groups to operate. Um, however, the law remains restrictive in, in nature and often still allows authorities to harass and prosecute unregistered groups. Uh, in some cases, certain provisions of the law also negatively impact uh, recognized groups. We, we encourage the Vietnamese government to amend the law to conform to international standards, including by making the registration system optional and not using it as a burdensome tool to control religious groups and their activities. In addition, the government issued several other laws in recent years, including the cybersecurity law and the, and, and the protection of state secrets law, which rights groups are concerned that they could be used to punish and persecute religious groups and believers. Lastly, rights groups report that generally human rights conditions in Vietnam remain dire and the political situation in Vietnam may signal growing violations of human rights as a whole, which could have negative implications for religious freedom. In that regard, some US government and congressional officials have openly voiced their grave concerns about the religious freedom and human rights in Vietnam, including in August 2020, US Senators Marco Rubio and John Cornei, who sent a joint letter to then Secretary of State Mike Pompeo, urging the State Department to redesignate Vietnam as a CPC country and to impose global Magnitsky sanctions against perpetrators who violate human rights in Vietnam. Well, we'll have to leave it right uh, here. I want to thank uh, USERF policy analyst Ming-Chi Chen for his insights today. As always, you can find USERF's work on Vietnam and our latest policy recommendations on our website at www.uscirf.gov. I want to put a plug in next week. We're going to be releasing our annual report for 2021, which will have our latest set of findings and recommendations, including for Vietnam, but all the other countries uh, we report on. So stay tuned for that, a special edition of USERF Spotlight next week featuring our annual report. Thanks for tuning in this week and we'll see you next time. To learn more about USERF and about global religious freedom concerns, visit usurf.gov. That's U-S-C-I-R-F gov. You can also find us on Facebook and Twitter at U-S-C-I-R-F. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week for another USERF Spotlight.